Hey world, welcome to the Sharice Nicole podcast. I created this space where I'll discuss life lessons, personal stories, observation, unsolicited advice, and ramblings that go on in my chattering mind. Every so often, I will pull in guests to provide different perspectives and discuss a range of topics from nutrition to travel and all things in between. So without further ado, let's get into it. So today's episode is called Dream Killers because I want to talk about people who may or may not be aware that they themselves are a dream killer. So I'm going to explain, you know, what is one? You know, you might ask yourself, have you come in contact with one? How do you know if you're one? Well, I will debrief, break down, explain, and make it all clear in this episode. Before going into any of that, I just want to say (laughs) that I am still shook off of Insecure season finale, season finale. I just watched it. I don't know when this episode will air, but in the time that it is now, I just finished watching it. I'm shook. I'm triggered. I'm emotional. I, you know, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but like I felt it. I felt Issa's pain and her emotions in that last scene. <sighs> Like I had to just like, I had to, you know, distract myself. I just started vacuuming. I went and, you know, did laundry. I washed dishes. I was like, I need to get out of my own mind right now because I'm just so shook. Anyways. (laughs) And then I was like, let me record this. So, you know, before actually going into it, I want to tell you that I didn't even tell a lot of people that I was doing this podcast. I didn't even tell anyone. And usually I do. Usually I, you know, I, I have a new idea. I'm excited about it. And then like, I just tell all of my friends, but I just, I wanted to keep it very intimate. And, um, you know, I just wanted to be someone who, or t- I just want to become someone who's like doing more and talking less. And it just, you know, there are times where, like I said, when I had a new idea and I was excited about it, I did the opposite. I would talk more about it, but then it was like, I wasn't doing any work. And, you know, then I'd be reminded of how much work I wasn't doing whenever people, the people that I would tell would be like, Hey, Teresa, like, where's this going? Like, how's this going? And I'd be like, yeah, um, about that thing that I said I was going to do. I didn't start it yet. Like it would just, I don't know if it would, if I'd be jinxing myself and I didn't realize or what the case was, but I was like, you know what? This is a new project for me. This is something that is near and dear to my heart. So I kind of want to keep it under wraps for myself. And I just want to explore and figure out how to make it on my own. And um, I just wanted to build something, have something come to fruition on my own. And go from there so and also I didn't want to really let too many people inside of my idea inside my creation and my dreams because not that I think they would have been a dream killer I mean we'll see I'll explain what that means in a bit but I just didn't really want a lot of like outside energy kind of taking over the the like the excitement the freshness of it not to say that anyone I would have tell anyone I would have told would have been a dream killer but like I just wanted to keep it to myself near and dear to myself and I'm sure people out there you, you can you can also agree with you know having something working on something and just keeping it for yourself and just having people like ask you about it way after the fact but that leads me to say for some other people they don't really tell anyone their dreams and visions or just to anyone in general because some people like the title of this episode are dream killers 
I want to say that I've I've been a dream killer. I've been I've been one, you know. I am not exempt, but I know a lot better now than I did before in my life, and I process my thoughts before I say it out loud. Or I try to do this for the most part. And you know, I ask myself questions before I say things and it's like I just kind of dig deeper and find out and I go where that feeling is in me and then I just I question them like, well, is this something that that, that person's going to want to hear me say to them? So I do that thought. I go through that questioning and line of processing in my head. But the episode today is titled Dream Killer. And I guess it's synonymous with just being a hater. But we're going to focus on the words here that are used. So dream killer meaning in, layman ter- in layman's terms. And this is obviously like a word I made up and all that stuff. But anyways, <laughs> it means an individual who directly or indirectly plants seeds in your head about your aspirations by adding their personal opinions, judgments, or biases to the forefront. So it can be done intentionally or even unintentionally. It can even be done subconsciously. Again, it's very synonymous with hater. Maybe this is just a nicer, fancier word. I don't know if it's fancier, but you can also just say hater. But um, I like to say like, you know, these things, dream killers can be subconscious. They can be unintentionally and subconsciously planting negative seeds within your ideas or aspirations without even realizing it. And by subconsciously, I mean, sometimes a person's not even aware of their negativity You know, it is well known that a lot of people inflict or project their insecurities, their failures, their fears, their trauma, any negative, any toxic traits or anything like that. They typically inflict that pain on another, you know, like the saying goes, hurt people, hurt people. Misery loves company and whatever other saying there is out there that kind of ties to bringing someone down with you. If you're down, you're feeling down, you bring someone else down with you. So take, for example, I talk about my dreams and ideas with someone and person B, the person I'm talking to, doesn't see that for themselves. They may tell me how hard it is, how much money I'll need, oh, that this only happens to a certain type of person or you that you have to have this certain amount of resources or criteria or education. Like they may be telling me all this, but it's coming out as like hate, right? It's coming out as a way to bring me down. But really what they're doing is re- is they're uncovering their own insecurities, their own bias against what they think they can accomplish themselves. And so it's being thrown at me. And now instead of feeling, you know, uplifted and positive, I kind of feel like, oh, maybe, maybe they're right. Like maybe... Maybe I need to be like this. And so they basically plant seeds of doubt. And and that's what I really mean by dream killer. But I think it's also important to note that a lot of people recycle either what's been told to them or whatever or however they've absorbed uh, ways that prevent them from succeeding in life. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm very aware of people that do that and I don't take it too personally. Instead, I just kind of think about it from their lens it's like oh okay so you're telling me i can't do this well then they must think that they can't make it in life but with someone who has heard stories or seen things or maybe doesn't think it's possible or exists for them they're gonna tell you that "Mm, are you sure you can do that and that looks a little hard like i don't know about that you have to do 10 years of education like you know what i mean like they're just going to place their doubts and fears onto you which is then going to hold you back And I'm not saying this because I'm perfect. I am not. I need that to be clear and known. (laughs) I am not perfect. So, you know, 
the way in which I was raised, the culture and the people that I'm around, the stories that I've heard, it's like I have absorbed too what other people's fears and objections and, you know, like the negativity that they've experienced. I've absorbed it too. So I don't know, maybe like year ago, maybe a month ago, who knows? But in my past, I've been someone else that has been like, are you sure you can do that? Like, oh, I heard that, this, this, that. Like I've been a dream killer myself and it's crazy. It's like, I didn't know any better because, you know, I didn't think any better for myself or also what I've heard and things that I've seen. So I just thought it was so far out of reach for me that I was subconsciously projecting that onto somebody else you know? And it's like, that's not fair. So now I go internally and I ask myself, like, who am I to tell someone that they can't do something? And I I don't do that now. I mean, maybe if I did, then whatever. I don't know. That was an accident. But I, I make it a, a point to just like not do that anymore and just really ask myself deeper questions like, why? Where is this coming from? Like locating that part in my my body where it feels like I'm holding on to resistance or it feels like it's some sort of negativity and I question it. Like, why am I feeling like this? What does what she wants to do with her life have to do with me? Why do I feel like if she succeeds that then I'm not going to succeed? Like, that's me operating from a point of scarcity, not abundance. And like, literally, I've been on a recent journey anyways this year to flip that thought process of scarcity to abundance you know i had to and i'm still this is still something that i'm working on you know like looking at life from a point of abundance instead of lack instead of scarcity because truly we are all abundant beings on this earth and you know every time i needed a reminder of how abundant life is and how much love there is out there i i like to just go outside and be in nature and i know that sounds very hippie guess I'm hippie now because I, I literally look at life like that. I look outside, I look at the trees, I look at the sky, I feel the sun on my skin. Like I just think about life different. I'll be following a lot of spirituality pages on Instagram because they keep me they keep me open minded and it and I love seeing like quote I need to always consistently consistently be reminded about the things that I'm learning about. But anyways, this one said You become a more peaceful, harmonic person when you don't react to people that use you as a mirror for their own self-hate. And I remember reposting that and I was like, whoa, that's deep. That is deep. And and that's like a concept that I didn't understand before. I was like, I used to, I'm an empath. I just, I diagnosed myself as being an an empath lately, uh, recently, because I internalize, I internalize things. It's it's more than just I hear news or observe news. Nah, I internalize it. So with all the recent, you know, police brutality, racial tension, all of that stuff that's been just going on in the news lately, I internalized it, especially in the beginning, so much that I had my first anxiety attack. And I've never, I never thought I'd be someone who would experience anxiety attack. I didn't know what that was. I'd, I'd hear it online or you know, I'd hear about panic attacks all the time and I'd be like, mm, can't relate. I can relate now. Okay. And it's like the craziest experience that I've ever had. Anyways, I absorb things like a sponge. And so when people um, would be, you know, maybe negative or hateful or whatever, I would absorb it. I would be like, wow, okay. Yeah. Like that, that, is, that is who I am. I'd, and I'd identify with it, which is not what you're supposed to do. And this quote that I just read, you become a more peaceful, harmonic person when you don't react to people that use your use you as a mirror for their own self-hate when i started to think like oh wait their hate has nothing to actually do with me 
their criticisms have nothing to do with me. It's actually all about them. I started to see life a little bit differently. Now, I want to say that there's a thin line between like people that critique you or criticize you. Like sometimes it may come off as negative. Other times it can actually be constructive. And there is a thin line there. I am not talking about constructive criticism or critiquing people. I'm talking about people that like have ill intentions or are unaware of their ill intentions. Yeah, I just had to really think about it and look at life differently and look at people who were often negative and toxic a little bit differently and and not just people that are toxic, but people that, you know, may give you backhanded compliments or, you know, like indirect hate. I had to learn to be like, okay, that maybe is no, has nothing to do with me and my work. Maybe it's just all about them and what they think they can achieve. Or maybe now they feel a little bit more insecure because of what I'm doing. This is something that I have come across. And I just wanted to talk about dream killers and like, yes, you may yourself have been a dream killer. Like if you're jealous, if you hate what they got going on, you really got to go where that feeling is and ask yourself, why? Why do I feel this way? Why does what they say affect me or make me feel belittled you know what i mean like it can't be that bad if they're telling you what they want to do what they want to achieve it shouldn't hold you back like it shouldn't make you feel like you can't also achieve that thing so i just wanted to talk my top on here about dream killers how you may know that you are one what does it even mean how you can identify one and just like their thought process and really just if you're an empath out there like me you know, just really try not to absorb and identify with it. I think once you identify, when you absorb, when you internalize, that's when you give it power, trust me. And it's really hard for me to not internalize things. I think I'm still working through things that I've internalized over the years. It's a hard job trying to uninternalize. <laughs> but um, yeah, you can't let that consume you. And, you know, um, I think the next step from like identifying whether someone is like a leech, leeching onto your, you know, ambitions and drive and your independence is, you know, you know what you got to do from there. I mean, I don't have to say it. You need to find someone else who's tapping into your resource, your life energy, your life force and giving you like ambition, positivity, inspiration. Maybe not all that because that can kind of lean into toxic positivity, which I do want to talk about that later on as well in another episode. But just know that you need to, to be around people that feel good. It just has to feel good. They don't have to be like their own entrepreneurs and creatives and, and stuff like that. They don't have to be all Oprah's. Just around people that you know that really, truly are here for you, support you, appreciate you, give you that peace of mind that are your peace, maybe. And uh, just keep it pushing, but always remain mindful. And then also check yourself like check your own self do that internal work ask yourself those hard questions and figure out you know why do you look at life a certain way and why do i do things this way and why did i say that when she said that or when he said that maybe even write it out in a notepad or journal but that's really all i wanted to get on here and say i'm having fun recording these i didn't think that i'd get so deep but like like i said this is a very vulnerable thing for me to be doing right now and i'm so happy that you have listened all the way to the end of this so i appreciate you <laughs> and until next time <laughs>